in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in like never before, God, that you would touch our hearts and our mind, that you would touch now, God, and that you create in us a clean heart and that you renew a right spirit in us, till up the follow grounds of our heart. God, hide me behind the cross, give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. In Jesus' name, and I bring forth, God, that you will bring revelation knowledge to your people. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I'm going to be in Luke, the 17th chapter, starting at verse 11. Luke 17, verse 11 through 19. I'm going to be talking about the 10 leopards. And if I was going to pick a topic today, it would be, can you say thank you? And I looked up thank you. And it was not in Wikipedia, but it was in the Urban Dictionary. But can I just say thank you? I know that the correct version of it is thank you. But sometimes I just want to be the way I want to be in God. I just want to say thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing in my life. I thank you, God, for being who you say that you're going to be. God, I thank you. And we're going to be talking about the Tim Leopards, but I want to bring it to you in a different way. And so let's go to Luke 17, verse 11. And it says, says Christ cleansed 10 leopards. And you're going to have to find out about what they said about leprosy in the Leviticus 13 chapter. It'll tell you about leopards and all of that stuff and when people were unclean and how they had to put them out the camp and all of this. But, and you're going to find out also in the Old Testament how God struck people down with leprosy. And now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And when I was reading this stuff, it was saying that he passed in the, in like in midway or the borders of Samaria and Galilee. Jesus is traveling and he's coming to another place and he's going to do what he always does and that is work signs and wonders. He's working miracles and I believe in this hour because of so much things are going on in the world that God is still moving in the earth. Not just in America, not just in Jerusalem, but he's moving in the earth. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were leopards who stood afar off. Now he's meeting ten men. And I went back and I studied Bible numerology. And let's talk about the characteristics possibly of what these ten men did. I know historically what the Bible says. I know that only one came back to tell him thank you. But these people were outcasts. I looked up the word outcast. These people were ostracized. They were persecuted because of their present day situation. And I wanted to tell you 
I want to read you something that I found on the internet. It says outcast is a um, outcast. It says phrase, verb, verb. It says to cast out something or someone means to get rid of them because you do not like or need them or do not want to take responsibility for them. It says one of the roles which science plays is that of, it says, casting out superstitious. And so I want to look to you as looking at these 10 men serve 10 different purposes. And I'm going to relate them to Bible numerology. Let's say the first man was man number one. It says the number one, it says for him means singleness. It says, here, O Lord, the Lord your God is one. Uh, maybe this one man that was a single man and he felt like he didn't need Jesus. So he was singled out uh, from his situation or he was singled out because of something personal that he was dealing with. So he didn't have to come back because he was already single. The man number two, it says it, symbol, it says symbolize witnessing and support. Maybe this man didn't feel like he had to go back to Jesus because whatever he got as he went. And I want to talk to you, sometimes you get your healing and your deliverance huh, as you went. When you study the Bible, you're going to find out that certain scholars believe as they turned from Jesus, they still presented leprosy, but they had to go to the priest as they turned. They turned what? Not only out of their situation, but into their healing and faith. So this man, as he turned, he went about his way of witnessing. Because you know he told somebody what Jesus was doing. And he felt that he had all the support. Let's look at number three. Number, the person number three is, it says the number of perfection and unity. Maybe he didn't feel that he had to come back because he was already perfected in what he felt. Because so many times when God comes in and heals people and delivers them, a lot of times you have a tendency to forget me because you're going on about your business. You're going on about your situation or your day-to-day -day routine. Huh? Even in the back of your mind in some way, huh? you know you have been made whole. You know you have been complete. And you've been in a place that you don't feel that you need to come back and say thank you. I'm talking about the possibilities of these 10 lepers, what their mentality was. It's not necessarily that, that all of them felt like they abandoned Jesus Christ. Yes, the scriptures tells you that. But what about if all of them each received something at that very moment? Sometimes God don't piecemeal stuff. He just does a complete work. Not only in your body, he gave them a spiritual revelation of who he is. You got to understand some people are all not going to always be complete and filled. Some of them are going to have to continue to walk in that way in which Christ Jesus has given them and they know how to maintain they all know how to maintain their salvation know how to maintain their relationship with Jesus Christ so they don't have to keep going back we're talking about the characteristics of the ten leopards can I just say thank you I thank God 
that he sent his only begotten son to down the cross for my sins. I thank God that I'm not an outcast. I thank God that I'm not a leopard anymore. I thank God I don't have aches and pains anymore. I thank God that I'm not sick in my mind. I thank God that my tribe put me out so I can pray together. When you go back, they said hey, these people migrated and some of the people were not only Samaritan, but some of them were Jews. And sometimes when you got like minds and like situations, You'll hook up with a Chinese. You'll hook up with a Japanese. You'll hook up with an African. You'll hook up with America because we all suffering the same. Can I just say thank you? People come to Jesus of a different way, different ways with different types of icks and elements. There's something that draws you to Jesus Christ. And if you don't know what that one thing is, I hope that you will go back and read the scriptures and you can get a greater revelation of what Jesus Christ is and what his coming was. It was not in vain. You may live your life like it's in vain, but Jesus Christ came for a greater purpose. He came to serve the world at large. The Bible is the number one selling book in America or in the world. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's something about what happened over 2,000 years ago, yet it's still prevalent for what is happening now. Even all of this that's going on in America and around the world is unifying us all. The internet did it, but now we thank God for the internet because we're using it to witness to many people that would not have a voice or would not even recognize that the Jesus Christ was still there and that it's causing everybody else with the same element in the same suffering and the same lion's den to come together that we can serve a common purpose, which is Jesus Christ. So the third person was complete. He was perfected. He had unity. The fourth person, he was a person of the earth. So he was a person that he went up going back to doing what he normally do because the earth or the, the sources that he had, whatever he left, he went back to his, his wife, he went back to his mom or, or his family because his whole purpose of getting healed was to go back and talk and be with your mom and your daddy. But yet he did not take the gospel even further than the four wilds in which he left. Some people get the gospel, they're gonna go back to what they're comfortable with. And people that's on that level, his mind did not get changed. He did not have a greater revelation of Jesus Christ to know that it's bigger than your mom and your daddy and your sister and your brother and your children. He went back to the earth. He, he went back to doing what he normally did. He went back to the same job. He went back to the same people that cast him out. He was hoping now, now that he was healed and set free and delivered. He was hoping that they would be received him again. That business would be as usual. Let's deal with number five. It's associated with grace. And I looked up grace. And I looked up mercy. And it says right here, this person I'm going to take was grateful. And he understood beyond his intellectual thoughts because let me say that this man was smart. But sometimes it takes God to conform the things with your mighty and make those things come to naught. You got to understand. 
intellect upside down. And now he has a greater revelation, if he had any at all, of what grace and mercy was really about. I'm getting something I didn't deserve, but yet I'm getting grace, a merited favor. He realized even though I was in school and I was about the major people of the higher electrical, intellectual type of people, he reminded me of Paul. Paul said even though I was smart, even though I didn't understand the things of Jesus Christ and I was persecuting them, I thought they were low-minded, ignorant type of Gentiles and Jews. They didn't understand. But Paul came up from a Roman soldier type of perspective. Now God said, I'm going to tap your mentality and I'm going to cause you to have a greater revelation in me and you're going to understand my grace. Let's go to number six, which is the number of man. This person, he was his own man. Because the Bible tells you before pride comes, when pride comes, he said the next thing is a fall. Before a fall comes, then comes pride. Pride coming before a fall. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So this man was a person that was all about him and his money because he was the man. And when we look in our society, people that say, I'm the man, they are caught up in the what? They own perspective of life. They got their own resources. They got call all the shots. He was the man. So we looking at this man was a person that didn't feel like he needed Jesus Christ, but yet he needed him for the moment. And then he was going back to doing what he normally do, calling himself greater than what God was. But yet every now and then God puts you in a situation where you're not the man. Yet you need the son of man to deliver you from the sins in which your mom and your daddy corrupted the earth with. just want to say thank you. Number seven. Number seven serves as God's divine perfection and completeness. It comes a time in our lives that we all need divine perfection in God. And in this situation, Jesus cast out seven demons for Mary Magdalene. Sometimes God takes the bottom and does a work in them that they will see that I know what she used to be. I know what he used to be. But by the time God lays his hand on you, the enemy may come one way, but he'll flee seven different ways. He cast out seven demons in Mary Magdalene. Some of you are walking around struggling for years with alcohol, struggling for years with a man, struggling for years within yourself, struggling with your children, struggling with your job, struggling with the things of God. But when God lays his hands on you and casts out and sends every unclean spirit away from you so you can think, you can come into a divine perfection in Jesus Christ. 
You could come in a place that you dreamed about, that you longed for. You know that it was obtainable, but you didn't know have the tools to obtain it. You got to understand something. Sometimes we struggle with different things in our life. We know there's a greater plan, there's a greater purpose, but it seemed like I just can't get no help. And then I turn around. Here come Jesus. All my praying, he's separating me. He's breaking me to a greater place than I ever been. I long for this. He's breaking me into a place of perfection. And from that point it cause in my life, I serve him with all my heart and all my mind. He brought me into a divine perfection. Divine appointment. It was already ordained for me to be here. But I had to get up every morning by faith. I, I had to take it one step at a time. I knew that nobody help me. I could know that nobody could divinely appoint me in a place. You looking for man. You looking for your school teacher. You looking for your pastor. But can't nobody bring you into a divine place in your life of perfection and completeness by Jesus Christ. Why are you sitting here worried? Why are you sitting here struggling? And God says, I'm an ever-present help in a time of a storm. Oh, number eight, it signifies my new beginning. When God answered my prayers, and now that I'm coming into my new beginning, I can't go back home. I can't serve them the way I used to. I got to do something now with my life that I've never done before. I got to give God the praise and the glory. Can I just say thank you one more time? You got to understand, huh? this was the one that came back and said, God, huh? I thought that I had all the strength that I had, huh? but God said everything that you need is in you. Huh? Why are you coming back here? Huh? He says, I'm not going to be with you always. Huh? You're going to have to know when it's your beginning huh? and run for your life. Huh? There's no need to come back and thank me. Think it was already there when you turned in faith. Why you keep going back and forth at me? I've given you all that you need. You got to understand something. My new beginning starts right now. Can I just say thank you? Nine. Fullness of blessings. Now that I got my new beginning. He's going to show me something. And this blessing is not going to make me leave him. Some people get blessed and they just turn away from God and they, and they don't understand something. When God told the lady, he says, when he said, when he healed and delivered her and he said they were stoning her to death and God brought completeness and a new beginning in her life and he says, go and sin no more. You got to understand something. God is speaking to somebody today and he's telling you that the fullness of the blessing is here. 
why are you sitting here? See, get here, ye gazing, and knowing that the Lord thy God has done everything for you. What more do you need God to do? You just need to understand and receive it in the fullness. You done heard about it, you done read about it, and now God has singled you out, and this is your full hour has come. Your divine destiny, your divine dominion and purpose has come. Your fullness of divine blessing is right here now. Why are you sad? Why are you looking at your mommy, your daddy, your sister? Why are you looking at the husband? Why are you looking at the wife? God said, I done pulled you from out of the back. He said, my word is good. He's the fact that the first is going to be the last and the last is finna to be first. This is your hour of the fullness of the divine appointment of Jesus Christ. Can I just say thank you? Number 10 relates to human government and law. The Ten Commandments, Leviticus, the 20th chapter, the tables of the law. The word that I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So the tent man received all the Ten Commandments. You got to understand something. Everybody received something differently because everybody was in a different place. You got to understand something. The rich man couldn't give up his riches, but that does not mean that God can do what he was supposed to do. Everybody's not going to see Jesus and understand Jesus, but as long as you get him, I can't worry about nobody else. I know that this is my time and hour that I'm going to operate in divine order of the presence of the living God. That I know that the word, which is the Ten Commandments, you need to understand that I hid in my heart. I know not to go back into the world. I know not to go back and let these things come upon me because I'm operating under a new law and a new purpose. And it's the divine order of Jesus Christ. in a new realm. I'm operating in a new place in Jesus Christ. The laws of this world, I have to obey. But the spiritual laws that is in the word of God, I can do the supernatural because I'm operating not in a human government and law, but I'm operating in a supernatural government, ornament and law that is going to work for me in the spiritual realm. I'm going to call and speak those things as though they were. I'm going to define the times and ability. So what the law couldn't do, Jesus Christ has done in the fullness. I don't care what the judge say. I don't care what the doctors say. Yeah, they're going by what they studied. They're going by their human government laws of science and medicine. But I know a man that was sent from Galilee. He defined the times and the element. He ushered in a new order of Jesus Christ, the kingdom. You need to understand the kingdom of God is at hand. 
and what man said I couldn't have. God said I can have. Long as I obey the Ten Commandments, I can have the impossible. I want to go back to Luke, 17th chapter. I'm going to start at verse 12. There he met ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they left, it says, lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. That means they went in faith. Now one of them when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice, he didn't care. I couldn't act pretty over this. I couldn't act sanctified over this. And glorified God. Verse 16, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, where there are not ten cleansed, but there were, or it says, where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to glorify God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. I pray that something has been said and done in Jesus' name. 